0: Hey, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to Spirituality and Tech. My name is Matthew Patton, and this is Romans Road Week 6. This will wrap up our journey through Romans 8. And next week, we'll start with Romans 1 and work our way back through the whole book, except for Chapter 8. We'll reference it, but not go back in deep. But this week, we're covering the last few verses of Romans 8, verses 35 through 39. Papa, thank you that nothing can separate us from you. Thank you that your love is all powerful. Thank you that no created thing outside of us can remove us from your love. Jesus, thank you that you made it possible for us to experience and live in this love. Help help us to never feel or peel ourselves away for any reason. In your name, amen. Who could ever divorce us from the endless love of God's anointed one. Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love toward us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? Nah. For they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Even though it is written, all day long we face death threats for your sake, God. We are considered to be nothing more than sheep to be slaughtered. Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all, for God has made us to be more than conquerors, and his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. So now, I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us, no power that could ever be found in the universe that could, that can destitute that can distance us from God's passionate love, which is lavished on us through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Soak in this passage today. Let it seep into and infuse your very bones with liquid love from God. It doesn't matter what you face in this life. Once you are in Christ, there is nothing outside of you which can remove or separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Absolutely nothing. This passage has been latched onto by many who forget the rest of the chapter. So let me remind you that there are conditions on experiencing these things we must be 100% surrendered to the way of the Spirit. I'm not saying that God's love is withheld from any of us who he knew would desire him, even in the split seconds before death. What I'm saying is that we can, have, that we can separate ourselves if we make habits of walking in other ways, of living as though we might if we hadn't ever come to the Lord, if we hadn't ever heard his call. I don't wanna get into the once saved, always saved argument here. All I wish to say about that is, if we choose to walk away from God after coming to him, it is our choice. No thing outside of you can force you to make that decision though. No thing can wedge itself between you and God unless you allow it to do so, unless you give it that power. Shame has no place in the presence of perfect love. Fear is banished. If we bring it in and choose to listen to it over the voice of God, then that's our choice. It did not separate us. We removed ourselves from that place of perfect love and peace we can choose wrongly, and I've seen some do that. There's a, a guy who was a youth, a youth leader when I was in high school who admittedly had issues. I mean, who of us doesn't, right? And within a, a year of when I gradu- graduated from high school, he left the church and became a militant atheist. He knows the truth, has, probably experienced the love of god and yet allowed the circumstances of his life which were rough i mean this guy went through the ringer abuse um, early onset diabetes the whole nine i mean he went through hell seriously but he allowed his feelings about those circumstances to separate him from God. He got angry and never really dealt with the anger. And that anger turned to bitterness, that bitterness to hatred. And eventually it made more sense to him to, say, to simply say that God no longer existed and then to try to convince other people of that fact. Why I bring this up is that it's an example. And I'm sure that we have smaller examples in each of our lives. I know I've had moments where I've been royally peeved with God and how, and my understanding of how he was allowing my life to go. Most of the times it was my choices that led to the hard times that I faced. Let's be real, but not always. I mean, I grew up in 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 an abusive home, in the midst of poverty, in the midst of Mental illness, not my own, but yeah, it was it was hard. Um, it's an old story, and it gets played out time and time and time again. But the truth, the truth is, that those circumstances didn't separate me. I always pressed in. Neither did they separate my my old friend, my former youth leader at church. His reaction to those things separated him. His choice to not give up his understanding of those things led to him walking away. But as I said, those things did not separate him. His reaction to them did. His pain, his anger, his bitterness, his hatred, led to him denying not only Jesus, but denying that God even exists. I back when I first started at Fuller 10 years ago I had a few brief chats with him and tried to convince him tried to bring him back in by that point he had very pridefully Decided that that wasn't the way for him. My heart's still broken over it, to be honest, because he he really is a he's a good guy. Hurt, horribly hurt, but a good guy. And you know I could be nasty, bitter about my own situation growing up. I could have allowed that to keep me from pressing into the Lord. But I didn't. And... I'm glad I didn't. That would have been hell, frankly. So, all that to say that even though we face trials, some self inflicted, others not, we don't have to allow those things to determine our reality, to determine whether. God is good or not, whether God exists for us or not. Personally, I choose to see those negative those negative experiences and situations as a honing process. as though God knew that there were things in me and yeah there were and still are to some extent things that needed to be dealt with roughly shall we say things that Pride, for instance, things like pride that have led me to do or not do, is more the case most of the time, things that I needed to. Things that were desperately needed in my life, but I wasn't ready to grow and I wasn't ready to accept that those things needed to change. So I didn't let them. And I'd get upset with God and then I'd give him the silent treatment for a while. And then I'd realize, oh my, I'm kind of on my own here. Lord, help, I'm sorry. And I think that is the nature of being a person after God's own heart versus not. Because there has always been a part of me that recognized when I was screwing up, that recognized when I was making some very negative choices and knew that my anger was really more about my choices and my reactions to those choices than about anything that God did. So. Even, even in the face of broken parents, abuse, mental illness, poverty, some of which as an adult has been self-inflicted, that's changing. Even with that. And I can't say that I've ever faced a death threat for following the Lord, at least not yet. Um, but that time is probably coming. I don't want to be a downer, but let's be real. That's that's the trajectory that this world is on, that our society is on, because The people of God have not stood up, or at least not stood up effectively for the better part of a century. Yet because of that love of God, we are more than conquerors. in Christ Jesus, in that omnipotent love. There's nothing in the physical, there's nothing in the spirit realm that can separate us from that omnipotent love. If it could, then it wouldn't be omnipotent, would it? After all, omnipotent means all-powerful, right? So, if God is omnipotent, if his love is omnipotent, then nothing outside of ourselves and our rejection of it can separate us. And some would argue that even our rejection can't separate us that gets into a, that gets into murky ground though that gets into some muddy water and i i, I don't want to get into there into that so if there's nothing that can separate us other than our feelings and perhaps even those can't but then if God forces us to love him, is that really love? No, it's not. Because love needs reciprocation. And it has to be voluntary reciprocation. Otherwise it's like spiritual rape or something. Uh, ugh, ugh. Um That's not to say that the Lord doesn't make overtures, because he does. And it's a beautiful thing what he does. But, our our reality is such that we have the ability to choose whether we're going to accept whether we're going to live loved or not. So what's your choice today? Are you gonna live loved? Are you going to allow this omnipotent love to change you in a positive way? Or are you going to reject it today? And we have that choice, not only daily, but on a moment by moment basis. When we're tempted with shame, when we know that we screwed up and I'm sure most of us know what shame is, but just to be clear, what I'm talking about is that it's not guilt because guilt says I did something wrong. Shame says I did something wrong because I'm something wrong because there's something wrong with me. And shame will keep you in the cycle of whatever, whatever negative thing you're struggling with. Whether it be lust, whether it be porn, whether it be anger, whether it be laziness, whether it be fill in the blank, whatever thing that you've been working on, that the Lord's been working on in you, that you know you need to let go of, but you just feel like you can't. Perhaps you feel like it has too much of a hold on you. The truth is that it doesn't because of the blood, because of the cross. These things no longer have sway over us unless we give them sway. That's why Paul can say that even in the midst of all these things, we are more than conquerors. And that nothing, no person, no entity, no created thing could ever divorce us, could ever separate us from the endless love of Jesus. No one can do it. Because his love is endless and doesn't change how much of it we experience, that can change based on our own stuff, right? Like I like I mentioned in that story about my old friend. He got angry, he got bitter, and he decided that it was easier to believe that God doesn't exist. versus dealing with the contradiction of an omnipotent and all-loving God who allowed these horrible things to happen in his life. That That's a hard one. And I can't pretend to offer any sort of answer for that. I don't know why evil exists. I don't know why bad things happen to good people. I don't know why the seemingly good seem to die young. But they do. These things happen, and yet God is good, yet God is love, inexhaustible, omnipotent love that is ours through Jesus. So take that away today, and remember that no, no situation, no power, no principality, no entity, no nothing can separate you from that love. God's love toward you never changes. He always accepts you, He always loves you, and He always works the best for you. Pardon me, I forgot to change my... <laughs> uh, 39. Pardon me, everybody. I should have changed that before I started recording. I just noticed that. I guess I went on a... <laughs> went on a biblical tear here. Anyway... Nothing can separate you from the love of God. No mistakes, no shame, no guilt, no anger, no bitterness, no, no demonic entity, no human person either, for that matter. So grab that, take it to heart. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. If you're watching on Rumble, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, Spirituality and Tech. Share the video, comment down below. If you guys wanna have a more private conversation, whether you're listening to the podcast or watching the video, please reach out, media at techfreedom.pro. I hope you guys are blessed, and I'll see you around.